Hey everybody, Flip and Danny here, founders of the Freedom Real Estate Group, family of companies. Do you like that? Yeah. Flip and Danny here. <laughs> I think done, everybody's fine with your normal intro. I'm not. <laughs> uh, we've done 160 of these. I'm trying to be a little fresh here, but it's, it's not working. Uh, anyway, and I'm just going right back to my normal. Anyway, welcome to another episode of our podcast, and our podcast is called Freedom Through Passive Income. There we go. Uh, welcome to another episode, and this is uh, part of our series. This is the uh, 12 part series, um, and this is number three of our journey. <laughs> Uh, and this one is called 12 Ways to Buy and Sell Real Estate. And then this one, I really like this because this is, this is what changed. Uh, this is cha this is what changed the game. Yeah. Um, and so, so obviously we're going through this 12 part series. This is number three. Um, and we've already talked about, you know, what we did before and, and how we became realtors. And, and, uh, and so, uh, when we got our realtor's license in September of 2008, I'll remember that. And then, so now we're like, yay, we're realtors. Let's go do deals and make money. But as you heard in the last episode, we didn't really have that inner circle. Yes. Um, and we finally did get a lead. Um, and it was a buyer. Mm -hmm. uh, and, well, it was our only lead. So that was the golden goose. And we did no matter what the golden goose wanted. Yeah, We did it. Um, and uh, and so we finally, we did find them a house. Uh, they were incredibly emotional. Mm -hmm. uh, but we did find them a house. And um, when that house, uh, when that house closed uh, oh, we had a check yeah we got money coming in Yay. and so that was our first deal uh and it only took us eight months yeah so to say only, only eight months and so we were pretty much burning through our money mm -hmm. uh all of our savings that we'd built up over the years and and uh to do what we wanted to do which was real estate and so now we're all of a sudden like okay one deal every eight months is probably not the best uh idea for a uh, career uh, and so uh, that was when you had said, hey, what about real estate investing? And, and so then you emailed three. I don't even know who the other two were, by the way. I can't remember either. I, but I know that it was yep. three. Mm -hmm. You emailed three people that were teaching real estate investing. And one actually replied. Yes. Thankfully, he was close by. Yes. And he was right there in Austin, Texas. Yep. Um, so we were living in Round Rock at the time. Yep. Um, and so it was Phil Grove. For anybody who does know the real estate world um, and you're an active real estate investor and you know us mm -hmm. um, and our journey, then you know who Phil Grove is. Um, and he is based out of Austin, Texas. He made um, millions of dollars. He had this, you know, huge, 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 gigantic house. That he bought um, as a foreclosure. Yeah, yeah. Which I love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's a tech genius too. Uh -huh. Anyways, oh, yeah, he's a really, yeah. really, yeah. really great guy. And uh, he's really who got, uh, got us started on our investing journey. And it was a class. And it was 12 ways to buy and sell real estate. And that's why we named that this episode mm -hmm. um, that name because it's why we became an investor in the first place. That's right. And so I really was attracted to that because... The very reason why we're doing this series for you is because so many people don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. They're not sure if they want to be active versus, versus passive. And even if they do want to be active or passive and they know that, they don't know which active they want to go and they don't know which passive they want to go. So mm -hmm. we're sharing our story with you. And I related to that. When, when we were starting out, we were like, well, I don't know what to do, but 12 ways to buy and sell real estate surely gives us enough options that we can choose what's best for us. Yep. And so, loved that class. It was at his house. There was probably, I don't know, 30 people um, there in his movie theater room. Right. Um, it was super, super cool. Got a lot of information. And ultimately, out of the strategies, we chose short sales and mortgage mm -hmm. assignments. And um, the reason we chose those was because of the time of the the, the market, yep. right? We're in the middle of 2008, the Great Recession, the big crash. 
um, so short sales and mortgage assignments was the way to go. So do and also, well, two of the other reasons why we went with uh, short sales and mortgage assignments uh, at the time was out of the 12, these required no money. Yep. And a lot of time. Yes. And we had both. Yes. And so it was great. Uh, and so we, we took that and we ran with it. And we mainly ran with the short sales. And we were getting uh, lists. Uh, and this was 2008. So Before you go on, though, uh -huh. do you want to explain what a short sale is? Uh, it's a sale that's wee. It's really short. Um, <laughs> oh I'm just gosh. kidding. No, no. It's when, you, it's, uh, it's when a property is... Uh, so the property is valued at... Say it's valued at 100000 mm -hmm. But their mortgage is at one hundred and forty. Mm -hmm. Right, and so they can't sell it uh, because they can't, you know, cover the mortgage, and they don't have the money to pay it, the difference in the two. And so they negotiate with the bank to do a short sale, and the bank agrees with the uh, seller yep. that they will allow them to sell it, and it'll make the note whole. Perfect. Uh, you know, you like that? Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> I just thought before you went too far down the road. Yeah. For those that didn't understand what it was, I had to. To dust that one off. It's been a while since I've had to explain that. Um, but anyway, so we went into that because this was 2008, um, or actually this was 2009 by this point, yep. and, and uh, you couldn't throw a stone in, in where we lived. You couldn't throw a stone without hitting a short sale. Um, it, it, they were everywhere. Yeah. And uh, and so we started uh, talking to a lot of people and started talking to banks. The one the one bad thing about it, and this is why we sort of uh, went from the short sales to uh, mortgage assignments, is because the short sales we were doing those, and we had like uh, I don't know, it was like four or five that we had. Uh, we went through a lot more till we got to the four and five. We got these four and five that we were really working on, and we were working on them hard. Yeah. Uh, in fact, one we even uh, my whole family went over to the house and, and mm -hmm. we cleaned the entire house, second two story house. Clean the entire thing. No electricity, no water, nothing at this house. Yep. Let me just say there was some things in that house that I never want to ever see again in my life. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, and because we were working on this, we were going to sell this property and we were going to make some money on it. But the bank at the last minute said, ah, you know what? Never mind. And they stopped the short sale and, and just foreclosed on them like the next week. It was it was something stupid. And oh, man, we are so mad. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we're also starting to learn these mortgage assignments. And um, so we got these four and five that we were working on, well, four at this point now. And uh, But then we started doing these mortgage assignments, and we lined up a mortgage assignment. We got the seller. Hold on. We oh. have to explain what a mortgage assignment is. <laughs> Danny, what's a mortgage assignment? Flip likes to get ahead of himself. Can you tell? What? Doesn't everybody know what's in my mind? <laughs> so a mortgage assignment <laughs> is when um, the, the example that you said, $140,000 is what they owed, right? Yeah, right. Um, but the value at that point in time is $100,000. Now, that's a pretty extreme example, but we're going to use it because that's what you explained for the short sale. Perfect. Let's just say that Flip has this $140,000 mortgage. Well, what we can do is we can just assign his mortgage to a buyer that can't get approved for a loan. Which are everywhere right now. Right now because yeah. of the, uh, the, the, the lenders tightening all mm -hmm. the requirements. Um, so now there's Joe over here that says, yes, I'll just take over Flip's loan. I don't care that it's $140,000. I plan to live there forever. The market's eventually going to get better, and then I'll refinance it. Mm -hmm. Flip goes, well, that's way better than a short sale that's going to be on my record or a foreclosure that's definitely going to be my record my record, and, and, and mm -hmm. hit my uh, credit. So, yes, I'll absolutely assign my mortgage over to Joe who wants to buy this property, mm -hmm. and he's going to now take the, the – he's going to now – make the payments, and take care of the house. Um, so it's not a lease. It's actually going to be owned by Joe. Mm -hmm. 
Is there anything that I missed? I'm trying to let. Like, there's so much there, I there's can a, just there's describe. A lot of, there's, there's a lot in there, and I'm, I'm sure people are going to have questions about yeah. it. There, there's, I'm trying to be that's, simple. That, that's essentially it. Yeah. Yes. So he assigned a mortgage over to him. So now Joe's paying this guy's mortgage. Yes. Yep. And for those of you advanced enough to understand what a subject two is, we are going to be talking about that in the next episode. But essentially, a mortgage assignment is wholesaling a subject two. Yep. That right there will answer every single question that you possibly could yep. could want to know if you're an active investor and yep. you know some of this. And language. our little tagline back then is we were taking unsellable sellers and and finding uh, and telling them to unloadable buyers. Yes, that's right. Yep. Yep. Um, and so anyway, so we were working on the short sales, and then all of a sudden we started working on a couple mortgage assignments. Mm -hmm. We found the seller, and like two weeks later we found the buyer. Boom! Next week, the two weeks later we were closing. Uh, and the seller, the seller is happy because they're they're off and they don't have to worry about their payment anymore. Buyer's happy because he's now he's got a house to live in he couldn't get before. We're happy because we just charged him a fee to get that you know house. And boom, we're on our way. And I'm like, wait a second, we just made X in the last three and a half weeks, and we're still working on these four short sales that we've been working on for the last four months. And so we just dropped those short sales like a bad habit and went straight into mortgage assignments. That's right. Yes. So um, some of the pros of this part of our career mm -hmm. um, in real estate was, number one, these two strategies that we chose were, was no money out of pocket except mm -hmm. for actually running the business. Right. Obviously, we had to run the business still. Um, and it was the right strategy for that time of the market, yep. right? 2008 mm -hmm. was just prime for short sales and mortgage yep. assignments. And he, Flip, explained why we like mortgage assignments better. Yep, uh, and mortgage assignments is a solution people didn't even know about. Yeah, I mean there were so many neighborhoods around where we lived that when they bought them in two thousand and four, they were getting one hundred and ten to one hundred and twenty percent mortgages. Yep, and because they were rural, I hate that word. <laughs> they were out of town, uh, and so there was all these programs that were giving them one hundred and ten to one hundred twenty percent of the value of the property. So now were they not only underwater, even if they would have done a hundred percent loan, mm -hmm. they were doing one hundred ten to one hundred twenty percent loan. So there was just neighborhoods we knew where to go yep. and we're just like, hey, we can help. That's right. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, and we, we, we always like to say it was the least worst option, yeah, yeah. right? When we we're talking to Flip the seller who um, has a market value house at $100,000, but he owes $140,000, when you're explaining the short sale versus foreclosure versus mortgage assignment, well, to Flip the seller, the least worst option was the mortgage assignment. Mm -hmm. So that was a pro and uh, Flip was able to get the highest price yep. um, there. And for us, and them, everybody, it was very, very fast to oh, yeah. compared to the short yeah. sale. I think the quickest week, because we all of a sudden, next thing you know, after like a couple of months, we had a pool of buyers. Yep. You got anything? You yep. got anything? Got, and so the second we got a property, we knew who to talk to, boom, right away. I think the fastest was like two weeks yep. from getting it under contract to getting all the paperwork done and getting it closed at the title company. Yes, so, indeed. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. So another pro was it helped avoid foreclosures on the market. So that was a time in um, in our history where the more foreclosures, the more if an appraiser is going to do an appraisal on a certain part of a, um, a subdivision or something, if there's dominant foreclosures, they have to use the foreclosures as the value, mm -hmm. right? So even though there's some sellers who did not have to go through a short sale or foreclosure and were able to sell their property, their values automatically went down just because of the foreclosures and what prices those. Mm -hmm. uh, so that really kind of helped some of the market because we didn't add another foreclosure in that subdivision mm -hmm. and we actually sold a property at the uh, like $40,000 above what it was valued at that mm -hmm. point in time. So it really kind of helped the areas in which we were doing this strategy. Yep. That yep. was a pro. And the buyer gets ownership uh, for, of a property when otherwise they couldn't because yep. again, the lenders were so tight in yep. 2009, 2010 yeah. uh, that you know people that wanted to buy a house couldn't. Yep. 
Another one was uh, we were able to get the fee for our services. So really, when I say we are wholesaling a subject to, wholesalers get a fee, right? Mm -hmm. We were brokering a transaction, brokers get a fee. So mm -hmm. we got a fee for understanding how to um, find a solution for this seller and for this buyer, mm -hmm. buyer, and by putting them together, we got a fee from the buyer to be able to put the transaction together. Yep. So that was nice, and that was a pro. And then the sellers, they're not leasing the property, so they don't have to do repairs. Yep. They, they just li literally handed us their keys. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, so some of the cons, um, short sales uh, are very, very long play. <laughs> That's why we switch from short sales to yep. mortgage assignments. Uh, and then the, another con is it's dependent on lots of bank guidelines, delays, approvals, red tape, et cetera. You have to, and that's, that's the hardest part about short sales and being able to find the right person to talk to. Yes. Um, if for the mortgage assignment cons, um, the seller is now dependent upon the buyer performing. So when I sold Flip's house to Joe for, and I got that fee in the middle, mm -hmm. well, Flip's happy and so is Joe, but what happens when Joe starts defaulting on Flip's mortgage? Mm -hmm. So Flip is very dependent on Joe actually performing on the note so it doesn't hurt his credit. Yep, there could be a whole episode just on that. Yes. And then there's the due on sale clause, and that's the little clause uh, in, the, in everybody's mortgage contract that you sign where it says, and this is the key word, that the bank may call the note due. Yes. May. If they see that you transferred it the, to another the, buyer. Yep, yep. In which, in this case, call, call Flip it. did transfer it, right? It was an mm -hmm. ownership transfer, but the mortgage stayed in place. That's mm -hmm. why it's called mortgage assignment. He assigned his mortgage over to um, uh, Joe, and there's mm -hmm. legal paperwork, there's attorneys involved in all of this. It's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so everything was 100% legal, and but we always disclosed. There is Flip, there's a due on sale clause. Mm -hmm. So the bank could say, hey, Flip, I saw that you transferred this over to Joe. You didn't get our permission, so we're going to call your note due. Yep. But what was our line back then? They oh, yeah. don't care. Yeah, they're in, they're in the mortgage business, not the housing business. Yes. They, they don't care. Santa Claus is sending them the check every week. Yep, exactly. Every, every month. Yeah. Yep. It's they they just all they care about is that they're getting their monthly check. Yes. They're in the business of loans, not homes. That's they don't right. want the house. They want you to pay the check. So yep. whoever's signing, they don't care. It's a very unlikely as long as the note is performing that that due on sale clause was like a. 0.00001% chance that it yep. actually happened. We had attorneys who had done thousands of these and never had a note due. Mm -hmm. And we also went to the precaution of our attorney said, well, let's just write the bank a letter. We're going to put it in the check and say, we transferred this note. Here's the first check. If you negotiate this check, that means you approved. Thank you very much. And he kept track of all that. So there's a lot of strategy involved. And I know that we're going over time in these, this series here. So we're not teaching you exactly how to do it, but that's what we did in that environment. And what's really, really great on uh, about that is because knowing what to do in an environment that moves, mm -hmm. that's really, really, really wise to be working with people like that. Mm -hmm. um, and we wanted to pass on some of the knowledge that we had of a down market. Right. That's just, I just, Estoppel by acquiescence. Yes. That's the only thing that I know that sounds like that, and that's actually more than four syllables, acquiescence. Ah, stop it. We know, say I, we don't even talk like that, I know, man. That's, that's, that's why. It and, might be in our head, but we don't put it out. Okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'll edit that part out. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, let's go over our quick five. Risk tolerance. Uh, there's there's risk here. Yes, there's there is. definitely risk here. Yep. You, you may um, see a lot of attorneys when doing things like yes. this. And yes. we did, yes. fortunately. Yep, and we won every time. <laughs> yes, that's right. Time availability. Uh, you need you need time. Yes. Yep. Knowledge. Lots of knowledge. Oh, we did not do this without a whole lot of help, yep. especially on the legal side. Mm -hmm. Inner circle. 
Well, you need the inner circle to learn how to do it. Yep, exactly. Access to capital. Still don't need that. Do not need that. No. So, so here's some of the factors of this part of our journey of what we did, why we did it, the pros and cons of each. I hope it helped. Tomorrow is episode number four, where we're going to be talking about subject two and wraparound mortgages. The subject two wrap. That's right. That's right. Well, again, make sure you head on over to our website, freedomcapitalinvestments.com, to join our investor club. Make sure you're hitting the like button. Hit the like button if you like how long these episodes are. <laughs> Like Please don't give us a thumbs down. Yeah, I know, I know. We're trying, to, we're trying to get through these and we didn't realize, boy, Danny's a chatterbox. Can't, can't get her to stop talking. Uh, but hit the subscribe button. Hit all those buttons. Uh, give us five-star reviews if you think that what we're doing is valuable, valuable yes. and worth it. Um, but we like to end all of our episodes with... Invest smart. Live happy. Bye, Bye everybody. Nothing on this show should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions and information on this show are not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss.